Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Vibing with TJ podcast. I'm your host, TJ. Um, I didn't know get into the spill all of that right now. Happy Friday. Cheers to the weekend. All that good stuff because we got to get back to it. She left us with the cliffhanger last week. And I want to know what's, go- what's going on. So, you know, we got we got the guest from last week, Miss Mika Lou. We're going to get right back into it. So uh, last week we left off with y'all broke up after six months. Jesus. Lord and mercy. <laughs> I, was, I ain't going to lie. I going to tell you that that hurt my feelings a little bit. Like that's that's all that y'all went through to go be in a relationship for six months and break up. That broke my, that hurt my feelings. So, um, wow. So I'm going to let you get right in, back back into it. So what, you know. What what led to the breakup, I guess, um, and what 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 transpired after that, you know? So, you got the floor. Okay. So, on the surface, um, there was no issues. Okay. There was no issues. We didn't argue. We didn't, um, there was no tension between us. Okay. Um, I had just moved closer to where he lived um but not for him for career wise Uh, i had just moved closer so i'm like oh so that the whole time we were long distance we were um like three and a half four hours apart um we were long distance but we saw each other regularly Mm -hmm. um i was we both were work from home. Um, it was COVID. So the restrictions weren't really there. We could kind of move how we wanted to move. So we saw each other on a regular mm-hmm. basis. Um, so on the surface, we were good. Okay. On the surface, we were good. There were no issues. There were no complaints. Mm-hmm. Um, to my knowledge, because I, we didn't, I didn't. I didn't have a reason to say that this was not a a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, except um, he always had me to pray, which was annoying for me. Now. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was a good thing. Um, no. So for me, for Omika... Um, I'm really, really big on a man leading me in all realms. Um, and leading me spiritually is a huge one. And it bothered me that he always would like, Mika, you pray for us. You you pray over our food. You pray over the house. You pray. And I was like, dude, you're good in a lot of different ways. But I don't like that you don't. Pray aloud for me in person and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. So that was one thing that bothered me, but it wasn't. It I'm trying to say it without jumping ahead. At that time, it wasn't a deal breaker. Okay, I was okay with a man saying he believed in God. I gave the reasoning of everybody's on their own journey, right? Everybody's on their own journey, their own path. So I accepted 
oh, he believes in God. We straight. So mm-hmm. it didn't really bother me a whole, whole lot. So on the surface, we were good. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just moved in. He just helped me. Like literally a week later, his text, his text messaging became really weird. And I was like, this is not like him. Um, and sex was big in our relationship. And he said he did he did not have a sex with me once. And I was like, that ain't ever happened. And I was like, she, I'm confused. And like two days later, um, he broke up with me via text. Now it was via text. And I was at work, so I couldn't really respond. Oh, that's a coward move right there. But go ahead. Like I wanted to. So here's the thing that was interesting. So it was Mother's Day weekend, and he cooked for me on a regular basis. So it was Mother's Day weekend. Um, he had met my children a couple of months prior, and I, you know, he always had his son with him, so... Um, but whenever his son was around, I wasn't around because we hadn't gotten to that level. Okay. Um, it, it, it was a mutual thing. It wasn't a, I don't want you to meet my son, even though I met your daughter. Blah, okay. Blah, blah. Said, um, that we were, we was, um, conversing and have a conversation and making plans for Mother's Day mm-hmm. weekend. And I brought it to his attention. I was like, Hey, do you realize this will be my first time meeting your son and his mom? And he was like, oh, man, I didn't pay that any attention because we planned him meeting my children. We didn't plan me meeting his son. Uh, So I'm a very respectful person. Mm -hmm. I'm a very cordial person. I don't like beef. I don't like drama. I don't like et cetera, et cetera. So I said, could you ask his mom what time she's coming over? I would like to get her a gift, a card, some flowers. Something um, to just let her know that, you know, um, I, I respect her. I respect who she mm-hmm. is. Um, and I just want to start off our relationship in a good mm-hmm. way. Makes sense. Okay. <laughs> that, was, that was me. Yeah, right? I get that. I really do. <laughs> I get a text from him. Sorry, she's stuck in a stick. Oh God! <laughs> I don't no, know. no, not I, a stick. Okay, I get a I get a text from him. He was at work because we're communicating mm-hmm. via text at this time. I get a text from him and says that his son's no longer coming to the house, so to just be being okay. him. I thought that was strange because he always has his mm-hmm. son. You know, like it's never. It's just like, oh, he'll be here today, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. I'll go do my thing because we're not around. You know, we're yeah. not there. He's like, he's not coming. Like, that's weird. But he didn't say anything else. And I noticed that his mood and energy was just really extremely weird. Mm-hmm. When I finally got with him that night. And I was like, just like, what's up? What's wrong? Like, what's going on? What you mm-hmm. doing? And, um... He just did not say a lot. Well, his son came the next day, so I realized, oh, it was canceled because I was coming. 
<laughs> what? Baby model? The other baby model? His son's mom, his ex-wife had an issue. <laughs> so he I'm like, ain't that a good thing? Hmm. That was my my, my, my spidey sense is tingling, but go ahead. <laughs> That was Mother's Day. That was Sunday. He broke up with me like two days later. Okay. Golly. Two days later. I'm, I'm thoroughly mm-hmm. confused. Like, What's what? going on? So, he didn't have a conversation with me. Um, He had a death in the family. So, I was out of town. We didn't have a conversation. Um, His birthday was coming up. I unfortunately had already made plans. So I was like, you know, I've already purchased items, already made plans. I can't get my money back. <laughs> Let's at least celebrate your birthday and, you know, you go back mm-hmm. to business. I'm very transparent. Now, I wasn't honest, but I was transparent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I wasn't honest by saying, you know, I didn't go into details. Like, of course, I want to be with you, et cetera, et cetera. I just was like, you know what? I already paid for this. Let's just celebrate your birthday and go about your way. Um, celebrated his birthday. We were back together after um, I came back from out of town. Um, but it still was off. It was still off. Mm-hmm. And then we still were sexual. Um, August came was our last sexual experience and it was actually within that week time period when I got pregnant with our now daughter. Oh wow. And so and the funny thing, <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. But oh uh, that's when I got pregnant with our, our now daughter. Um, okay. So I went through and didn't and like it was a a rook cut off when I told him about her. Um, it was a, like, he had never been rude to me. He had never raised his voice at me. He had never, like, he was a, like a light switch. He was a completely different person. He was not the person that I had known, I had met, I had spent time with. It was like a man I didn't know. And um, he abruptly just cut everything off, like, it was so weird. Um, and they're like, oh, he didn't have signs when I say that man catered to me. That man catered to wow. me. <laughs> that man catered to me. I would wake up with breakfast. I would wake, I would, he would come to the house and make sure that things were, like, situated. Like, he he did a lot of things that a lot of women desire. So... You know, I was I was touched on a little bit last week how I can um, relate to some of her stuff, and I'm just sitting here thinking, "Wow, we've gone to a lot of uh, similar experiences." Um, I don't didn't have an experience quite like hers, but I did meet someone that I like. When I say I vibe with, the connection was out of this world, out of this world. You know, we didn't never we never made it that far where she was. Uh, we would never. Um, sexual or anything like that because um i have a strict rule a very hard rule now um and that's i guess that just um from me having my own um celibacy journey uh that i i we were not having sex until um everything was official like it had the title had to be on that conversation has to be had 
or any clothes or jaws coming off over here. <laughs> so, no, we we never got to that point where she was at with her her partner. But um, I can definitely relate to that um, that connection. I heard everything you said. So, okay, let me jump ahead. So we broke up. Okay. We never spoke again. Okay. I told him I was pregnant with our now daughter. He told me to abort her and to never talk to him again. Whoa. And I was like, my God, like my heart was crushed. Um, And I do mean crushed. Like it was, it was, he was just cruel. He was just very cruel, very rude. Um, And this was because I was so crushed because I had intentionally I was intentional with this relationship. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not intentional with anything or anyone that I don't plan on being committed to. So I was heartbroken. I understand. Uh, and I took it back. I took it. I took it very, very bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started going further into the work. I started like you know what? I just want to be like a modern hippie. I will just want to, I just want to smoke weed and, and do life and just live free. Oh, okay. So it kind of took you on a different road in your spiritual journey a little bit. Like you, did you? It took me, I was all like, okay. So transparently, I didn't. I was raised in church. I was church was not necessarily in me. I mm-hmm. had always had one foot in the world, one foot into church. I mm-hmm. didn't get to really begin to know God until I was like 30. That was my first time having an um, encounter with him mm-hmm. to know, okay, this God is for real. I want to be intentional. Uh-huh. Um, and so when we broke up, I was like, I started because we would, we would, we would smoke weed, we would do edibles, we would drink. He was worse than me. Mine was more social. His was um, a form of medication. You know, and I'm saying, you, as soon as you said it, I was sitting here thinking like, "Ding, that's a red flag." But go ahead. <laughs> no, he was. We would. It became like our routine. Mm-hmm. But it, for me, it was social. It wasn't like. Mom was like, okay, it's Friday. We, we'll quote unquote turn up, but I still wasn't a heavy drinker. I still wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, heavy, but um, I knew he smoked, but I didn't realize that it was a form of medication for him. Okay. Until okay. later. Um, so when yeah. we broke up, mm-hmm. I, didn't immediately know I, I will. So when we broke up, I was just like, I'm going to just like officially like done. I was like, I just want to live life. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I'm here. I'm in a new state. I'm mm-hmm. going to do my acting. I'm just like, I'm just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, God said, no, ma'am. <laughs> Sit your butt down. <laughs> God, no, ma'am. You will not do such a thing. Um, and then that's when I found out that I was pregnant. And I am a believer and God speaks through numbers sometimes. So I found that I was pregnant with her probably this week. Oh, my God. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. 
<laughs> Probably this week. That's my so number. And her middle name. <laughs> and, oh, that's my number. Eleven. So, so I am very big on August, the number eight, the um, new beginnings, and her middle name is Interesting. August. So, um, wow. I found her to be a blessing. So soon as I found out that she, that I was pregnant with her, um, my intentional relationship with God started. And I do mean intentional. It was so intentional at that point. Okay. So it was an, I was so intentional with my relationship with God Mm -hmm. at that point that I was like, you know what? Um, I had just, I had started attending a church, um, but that wasn't like my the church wasn't like my turnaround. It was my daughter. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? No, um, I can't smoke. I can't drink. I can't like it was. Yeah, I had to be a no. But I had, I was so heartbroken, and I'm not used. I'm. I'm used to being resilient in a negative way. Let me explain. Okay. Most people look at resiliency as a good thing. It was a negative thing for me because I had no choice but to be strong. I had no choice but to make it work. I had no choice but to figure it out. So Mm -hmm. life forced me to be resilient. So... When this happened and I couldn't shake it, I couldn't get it together. I couldn't get it. It it bothered me so much. So I knew I could no longer do this in my own strength. I knew that I could no longer um, be strong in my own strength. Okay. So I knew I had to rely on God. Okay. And I dove head first, dove head first into my relationship with God. Okay. Um, so the reason why I told you to hold on to, I thought I was attracted, um, all those good things I said hold on to is because when I began having my intentional relationship with God, I did a ton of research mm-hmm. on the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. And I do mean that's like where I get many of my revelations from. Okay. Um, so I began to fast and pray. Um, not soon after I found that I was pregnant with her. And fasting and praying, fasting in general, fasting on the on the surface level. It cleanses you. Um, it cleanses your mind. It cleanses your body. Okay. That makes sense. Fasting on a spiritual level cleanses your spirit. Mm-hmm. And not only does it cleanse your spirit, yeah. it denies your human flesh yeah. and it allows your spiritual you senses and your spiritual awareness to heighten. Um, so... Denying food, denying my flesh, mm-hmm. um, and focusing on my spirituality, it forced a lot of things to to be heard, be seen, um, focus. And when you fast, 
you um you can't just spend like, oh, I'm just not gonna eat. No. When you fast, you have to put scripture to it. You have to put intentionality to it. You have to put prayer to it. Um you can't you have to watch your ear and eye gates even more mm-hmm. when you're fasting spiritually mm-hmm. because when you fast spiritually, you're open on a whole nother level. Okay. Like when you fast spiritually, think of an open think of a jar. If you have the if you have the lid on the jar, nothing can get in it, right? Yeah. Okay. You got the lid on the jar, nothing can get in it. That's just I'm not eating. But if I fast spiritually, the lid is off mm-hmm. and anything can get in. Anything at that point can get in. That makes sense. So I was like, I gotta fast and pray. Cause I was like, I can't be depressed. I can't be like this. I have stuff I need to do. When you, this is where my celibacy came in. Mm -hmm. Not because I was not in a relationship, but because at that time, I made a whole heart commitment to God. Whole heart. I made a complete commitment to God and was intentional on falling in love with, was intentional on following his word, intentional on getting to know him, mm-hmm. intentional on every aspect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not only was I intentional with him, I was intentional with the spiritual gifts that I knew I had. Um, so that's why I studied the spiritual world so heavy, good and bad. Mm-hmm. And when I say good and bad, I mean the dark world, the new age world. Uh-huh. I wanted to know what they was doing <laughs> so I could know how to pray, so I could know what to do, so I can know, oh, I go into the store mm-hmm. and I think the shirt is cute, but the shirt has a witchcraft symbol on it. And I just bought it because it was cute, not knowing <laughs> that I'm opening my spirit to something. And a lot of people don't understand it, but I'm not going to get into yeah, it. But, yeah, I get that. Um, I was intentional. And when you have sex with someone, um, humanly, people call them, what, endorphins or something. You connect, blah, blah, blah. But when you have sex and you, um, from the biblical standpoint, that's your husband. That's your wife. That's your connection. So anytime you have sex with someone, you're connected. Whether you want to be or not. Yes. One night stand or not. Mm-hmm. You connect. Yeah. So that's where the spiritual spouses come from. And you're like, I'm single. Yeah, but your spirit is married to the last person you had sex with. And the last person you had sex with. It's the last person you had sex with. I get it. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you connected and connected and connected to different to different people, whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. You be like, I ain't dating them, I ain't seeing them, mm-hmm. but I bet you they name come up. Your your stomach slip a little bit. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yes, yeah, my little. <laughs> I bet you they be like, mm-hmm. oh, I seen such and such. You be like. <laughs> Like, why are you saying, because your spirit attached to it. Mm-hmm. So I had to, 
I did a lot of fasting. Whoo, Jesus, I did a lot of fasting. And so I had to, I cared more about my relationship with God than anything else. God and my children. God in me. Like I cared about my relationship with God and his purpose, his will for my life than anything else because I was like, I don't want to disappoint God. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get to heaven and he'd be like, well, I told you to do the da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. You ain't do it. Yeah. So when you have sex, I don't care what your religion is. When you have sex with someone, you're connected with that person. Yes. When you have sex, you cannot think. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. And not to cut you <laughs> off, but when you broke out one time, I was talking about that until you came back on. I said I had to stop having sex because I couldn't get clear. <laughs> You can't. you can't. You can't think. Yeah. You you think about that person. Mm -hmm. You you that person's inside of you. You want to know what they're doing, mm -hmm. how they're doing, mm -hmm. when they're doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, and and if you you love that person, you have a, a different connection with them. Mm -hmm. Um. Sometimes it's like you know what can't get off work. Then I'm gonna have sex. But <laughs> like it's it's a it's a distraction. I saw a lot of athletes. Um. They don't have sex the day of or the day before a game. Oh, yeah. Um, I've heard that before. Yeah. So that they can focus. Um, when you have sex with someone, it um, it pulls on you. Mm. It pulls on your spirit. It pulls on Like, it's just so many things. And then on top of that, mm -hmm. let's say you had sexual trauma. Just because you didn't agree to that sexual act does not mean that spirit did not connect with you. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. And that also was a distraction. Yeah. So um I was like, I have to get my life together. Mm -hmm. I need to focus. Mm -hmm. I need to um do what's right for myself, for my children, for my being, for my purpose. Yes. Um and and I at first it became just like, I'm just not gonna have sex because I'm just not gonna have sex. <laughs> then it became, um, I'm not gonna have sex because I want to focus on my relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Then it became, I'm not gonna have sex until I'm married because I want to make this true commitment to my husband. I truly want my husband to have my mental, my emotional, my physical. I want, I truly want my husband, the spirit being that was created for a week. I want him to have all of me and whatever I have to do to draw that back and, and get that together and, and focus on, you know, who God would have me to be. I'm going to do that. So me, my commitment to celibacy was my commitment to God. So That's deep. when you have a commitment, like a true commitment, not I believe in God, mm. when you have a true commitment to a relationship, you don't want to hurt that person. Yes. You don't want to do nothing wrong to that person. You don't want to disappoint that person. And so things become easier. <laughs> I get like, girls, all these men out here. No. Yeah, but that's not my man. 
Yeah, I get, I really get that. I get that wholeheartedly. I really do. Yeah. And, and I bring that, I bring, I bring that metaphor up in so many um, situations, um, even outside of sex, because I'm like, would you be okay with your significant other going on another date? You probably know I would break up with them immediately Uh because it's, Am I, I can um, relate to again what she's what she's saying is uh, like I was saying in the first episode. Like God, me, like I, when I read her book, like I had to clutch my pearls a little bit because I said, Lord, she she coming for me. And again, just on on the love the level on it, uh, more on the you know the awakening level, I guess you can say. Like I'm over here clutching my pearls too because I'm like God, yeah, but um. You know, I don't want to get too much into my own spiritual, well, not spiritual, but celibacy journey. But like I said, like, it's, it's so relatable um, what she's going through. I don't think I'm at the level that she's at just yet. Uh, but when she, she mentioned the, um, you know, when you when you have that intentional relationship, you don't want to do anything to hurt that person. Like, when I say my heart jumped when she said that, I said, I, I get that because I'm just sitting here thinking about that. Um, not too long ago, on you know, on both a spiritual side and a, and a um, uh, physical side of it, like with the person that I'm connected to, because you know, I I want to I want to do things right. I don't want to mess things up. So I wholeheartedly get that. I get that too because I had to. I could not get clear to save my life until I uh, sustained from sex. And I had to do it for a, you know, everybody is different. Um, I had to do it for a, a little, a little considerable amount of time because, Lord, it was taking a toll on me. Um, and I didn't, and tell you the truth, like, I, I'm, I'm not, a, at that time, I wasn't as, as spiritually evolved as she was. But um, I didn't know what, what it was. But I knew, like, something deep down inside of me knew I had to get clear from sex first. And when I got clear from that, uh you know, other things started clearing up. So, so uh, before I forget, because my memory is terrible, I always say to someone, you know, if you are in a relationship, would you be okay with them talking to another person? Would you be okay with them entertaining another person? And some people are, you know, some people is like, you know, long as he or she comes home, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, I don't share. You know what I'm saying? I'm selfish <laughs> when it comes to that. I'm I don't not- want to share. No. <laughs> I'm not sharing my man. So put that into God perspective. If you are a believer in Christ, why would you feel like it's okay to serve another God, to do what you want because, oh, God got my back, to to say what you want because God got my back. It's like it's, it's a complete difference between you believing that there is a higher power and having a relationship. That's why I always tell people, forget the fact that you go to church. Focus on your relationship with God and everything else will fall. I agree. Yes. You don't want to hurt him. I don't want to hurt my children. I don't want to hurt my husband. I would not do anything that I'm like, you know what? He ain't going to like this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. I get it. So if you had that perspective, if you had that mindset, because people are like, well, how do you just not have sex? How do you just not do 
X, Y, Z. I fear God. And it's not a fear as in scary. And I had to learn that too. It's not a a fear as in, oh my gosh, if I do this, I'm going to be punished, X, Y, Z. It's a fear and a respect. I respect God. I love God. I trust God. So I fear God. And hell is hot. And I don't like it. I feel you. It's always like, oh, what? I get it. It's just like, I'm not going to risk having an orgasm <laughs> and then hurt my, like, I just can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I get to look at the football player that just got cut for Gotta watch my words. I don't know nothing about this. So you telling me something? I don't know what what he get cut for. What he do? Because he had a female visitor, and all he said was she was there just thirty minutes. Sir, you're not supposed to have any female visitors in your room. Period. Before a game, before oh. whatever. She was going. Sir, you just lost thirty million or however million dollars for a nut. Like it's not even that serious. Ain't this? Ain't no way. Serious. Yeah. Ain't no faith. So spiritually, why am I going to risk my eternal? There's no coming out from that. Why am I going to risk my relationship? Because I want to have an orgasm that's going to go away in two seconds. And then I could think clearly. <laughs> yeah. 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 I get you. Yep. It's so like, and then, I mean, even when it comes to masturbation, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a second, it's an instantaneous pleasure it's not a fulfilling no. pleasure it's a moment like it's a it's it's a it's a second like it's a moment of pleasure and then it goes away and then you go you go on with your life why are you risking that that two moment that that moment for your soul, your soul. like your soul your in your your soul yeah. your mind will emotion your your forever after well i don't believe in heaven and hell but you know what i'm sorry you better figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't believe in heaven and hell because of a relationship that they did not want to have with God because trying not to go into another subject. But I just, I can't risk it. Do I still get horny? Absolutely. Do I still want that intimacy? Absolutely, Absolutely. yeah. Do I still yeah. want that physical touch? Absolutely. But my relationship with God means yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. And if you focus on, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you legit focused on your relationship with God, <laughs> and then you focused on your gifts that he gave you, you don't have time. I, trust me, I'm going through it. I know, you know, you don't even think about it. It's like, oh, dang, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh dang! Like for real, like for okay. So for me, it's been officially uh, when did we break up? Two years. Oh, I got you beat now. I got so, you beat. <laughs> well, I hoped I went three years, but that wasn't intentional. That was just because I ain't dated nobody. I was just like, it ain't nobody yeah. around, so I ain't gonna have sex. But um, to well, you know what? I've had different situations. I had a friend that didn't have sex for sixteen years. Whoa, physically. The thing I was like, ooh, chat, I just do it. So now going into dating, I'm a sapiosexual, okay? I get turned on by um intentionality. 
I get turned on by keeping your word. Mm. I get turned on when I see a man do what it is that she says he's going to do. I'm like, I think I think we the same way in that regard. I didn't know there was a word for that, <laughs> sapiosexual, but I think I'm the same way. Yeah. Yes, that's a turn on mm. to me. And I'm like, check mm-hmm. out. Oh, I love I love a great conversation. Somebody like has a great conversation and not one mention of sex comes up. Not it, at all. And yeah. it's like, oh my God, you gotta have a conversation for real. And then about legit stuff. Legit stuff. Not no not, stupid stuff. Legit conversation. Yeah. And not one mention of sense. I love it. And it's just like, oh yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just a thing. So dating with that, it weeds out a lot of Ooh. People. Oh, that's another thing. But that's a great thing. That's a great thing. It weeds out a lot of people and it weeds out the people who are only there just for sex. So Mm -hmm. if you're having a conversation with me and your only intention is to have sex with me, that's going to come up. Yeah. So then that that weeds you out. Um, But then when you have somebody and you're you're legit conversing with them, you're legit having a conversation with them, you're legit spending time with them, and sex is not on the table Mm -hmm. by either one of Mm -hmm. you, it is not just a It is. And it's like, oh, Jesus, how am I going to do this? Okay, so, you got to sit back. Um, I can't drink alcohol around you. Can't do it. Not going to do it. Can't do it. If I'm already attracted to you mm-hmm. and you're doing these things that are not common in today's dating world, mm-hmm. I'm not drinking around because I'm going to have sex with you. Well, it, that's that's it. It's, no, it's not. No, think about it. I'm going to have sex with you. Hey, Mika, can you come over to my house? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Look, Wait, well, you got to know. That is... I just want you better meet me at a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was dating somebody for about eight months, and like we like we can't be alone, we can't be alone, because oh, it's absolutely. yeah I don't have the willpower right now because is yeah don't have ever had the I have the willpower by myself. You want me to say no to you? in person? And you want all the right stuff in person? Yeah. Are you is is I can't do it. I couldn't do it. So we was never alone. We was always out because I said I can't. I'm not strong enough. Well, you know what? Can't do it. Don't want to do it. I don't want to say no. But yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess I was saying the wrong words. I don't want to say no. I know I'm not going to say no. All right. So, so with that, we're going to end it right there for today with this week. You know, it's getting juicy. It's getting juicy. I, I hope you guys are finding some value in this um, from her story. Um, a little bit of me telling my story about my own journey. I'm not trying to inspire nobody to take that, you know, that celibacy journey. But for somebody that's on it already or thinking about it, maybe this will give you a little insight of what's to come. You never know. But anyway, glad to have you here listening to the Talks. Oh, I'm about to say Talks. Vibing with TJ Podcast. I'm your host. I'm, you know, well, I'm just I'm just frazzled right now because like it's so good. Like it's so good. I can relate on so many levels. But anyway. We're going to get off of here for this week. I hope you guys continue to have a great Friday. Uh, Cheers to the weekend. And I will see you back again next Friday. Peace out.